Well, hey, kids, this is The Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm The Preacher. Oh, let's see. All right, let's spread out all the marbles here. Got to get all the super glue here on the doorknob. I think it's set. Wait, Trevor, wait. Are you, are you doing a craft of some sort or booby uh, trapping uh, well, your house maybe? Uh, more so on the latter. Um, every single year, you know, Christmas is, is just coming up around the corner and every year I set out a little treat for myself the night before Christmas. I set some milk and cookies out because mm-hmm. I want a nice little Christmas morning snack. And this mean guy in the red suit sneaks into my house and steals my cookies every single year. So this year I'm going to get him first before he gets my cookies. Um, Trevor, you, you do realize you're, you're booby trapping your house against Santa, right? Santa? Yeah, Santa is the one who comes down the chimney. Oh, he's got the it's claws. A, like the big claws. No, no, he doesn't have claws. His his name is Santa Claus and he brings presents. Santa Claus? Are you kidding me? He's a, he was at my house? Oh, boy. Yes, oh, he's man. at your He's the one eating the cookies. He's the guy who brings all the coal every year. No, tra- oh my! That's what I. That's what I get every year. It's fantastic. It's for my. It's what I ask for. It's for my my grill. Kids, pray for Trevor. That's right. You should pray for me and for your friends and family. Uh, you should pray for everybody. Um, today, Tyler, I'm very excited because we are continuing on with our four episode holiday season in which you're going to tell us a Christmas story. Yep. And uh, I'm not going to ask some clarifying questions for these few episodes. Awesome. And then at the very end, there might be a fun song. That's right. We have affectionately named this special four episode holiday season the Yuletide Carols being sung by a choir, gingerbread latte, popcorn bucket with four flavors, Parson Brown Snowman, Happy Holidays, Starbucks Cup, Don't Take Christ Out of Christmas, Jingle Bell Rock, Xmas Special with Cold Eggnog. Featuring Pentatonics. That sounds pretty cool. And just a reminder, kids, in this special season, we're doing one episode a week. A week. That's right. And at the very end, we're going to do something we've never, ever done before, Tyler. Ever. We are going to do something never done before. And it's called a live episode at Christmas Eve services. Mm-hmm. So we're we'd love literally, to see you there. literally going to invite the kids up on stage, and the kids are going to help us write. Give me the voice effect again. The greatest Christmas song ever, ever, ever about the greatest Christmas story ever. Get excited, kids. But that is for Christmas Eve. So go ahead and pick out what service you're going to come to and be there. Today on the podcast, kids, we are going to continue the Christmas story by learning about, give me some more voice effect, the greatest birthday ever for the greatest baby ever. And no, it wasn't at Disney World. And no, it wasn't at Main Event. And no, it wasn't at Discovery Zone. Ask your parents. And no, they didn't rent movies from Blockbuster and have a sleepover. Ask your parents. It was a surprise birthday party in a barn with cows and chickens from the farm. Happy birthday to Moo. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Slay. Let's do it. Silent Night? Yeah, right. Hit the theme song. Put down those yummy goldfish. Because guess 
what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man. Fun and now go hand in hand. And this time it will be grand. It's the preacher. Kids, well, uh, our vocab word today is Emmanuel. Emmanuel. And kids, can you say Emmanuel? I drive a manual. Emmett Smith, the great Cowboys running back. I'm unwell. He man is swell. God with us. I found a shell. I found a shell. It's time for show and tell, show, show and tell, show and tell. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Oh, okay. Well, kids, you, you sort of really missed the word and that song. I could tell it was, it came from the heart. They try their best, for sure. Now, nice try, kids, but the word Emmanuel comes straight from a Bible verse that tells us exactly what it means. Matthew chapter 123, Scripture says that Mary will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. And kids, that's what Christmas was about. If you listen to the last episode, we told you the beginning of the story. Do you guys remember? Uh, the time has come for God to act. Everything was ready. The moment God had been waiting for was here at last. God was coming to help his people, just as he promised in the beginning. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Sing joy. Wow. Ooh, yikes. Kids. That just was not good. Yeah, um, they're they're on something today. Last 10%, not not good. Maybe you can recover. Okay. Now the question though, kids, is how would he come though? God was arriving, but what sort of grand spectacular entrance would he make? Now, kids, we're going to learn about that today. But I got to ask you first, if you were going to make a grand spectacular entrance at your birthday party this year that made everyone look that made your parents drop their jaws and your friends clap their hands what would you do well i would charge in with a nerf gun and attack my uncle <laughs> well i would gallop into our kitchen running a unicorn made out of candy corn well i would drink a whole two liter of sprite and then burp so loud it knocked I would learn a ballet dance to the tune of Tiptoe the Dancing Elf and perform it elegantly for all to see. I would bring a gravity defibrillator and push the button when I came in. I would train at the gym every day for a whole year doing only bicep exercises and get super strong and then walk in the room and beat my daddy in an arm wrestling competition. 
I would go ahead and buy all the ham from Kroger and take it to my house and say, looks like meat's back on the menu. Or I would ask the Lord of the Penguins to summon his penguin army from the North and South Pole to help me abolish Christmas. <laughs> when the Emperor of Emperor Penguins joins me, we will be able to accomplish what the Grinch never could and steal Christmas from the children. You see, penguins can belly slide on the ice. And there's ice and snow during Christmas. So we will slide away with all the presents and toys and homemade fudge before the children can stop us. And the parents won't dare chase us in their cars because in Kentucky, they cancel school, declare a state of emergency, and buy all the milk and bread at the grocery store if there is even a 10% chance of snow. Penguin Army, spread your useless wings and belly slide with me to glory. Time to give out Christmas cheer and lumps of coal. And I'm fresh out of cheer. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Scary Gary, you are like the Grinch of the podcast. Did someone say Grinch? You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Okay. Who are you guys getting voice lessons from? Hmm. They're not good. <sighs> Anyways, back to God's grand spectacular entrance. The mountains should have bowed down, kids. God was coming. The ocean should have clapped. The sun should have shot fireworks through the sky. But instead... As silent as snow falling during the night, God came, and it was a surprise birthday because Jesus was born to a young girl named Mary, and when he was born, he was laid in a manger. Luke chapter 2 verse 1 says that at that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the entire empire. Everyone returned to their ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go all the way to Bethlehem in Judea. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee, and he took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. Now, wow, kids, that's a special story. And I gotta ask you, do you know what a manger is? Is it like like a, a forest manger? Forest ranger? I think it's stranger danger. Is it like a culturally relevant Christmas sermon series done at Momentum Church called Manger Things? No, I'm pretty sure it's that one reindeer that Santa come from the team because he had mites and worms. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Away in a manger. That was great. Kids, in the car listening. Everybody everywhere, join us one more time. A one, two, three. Away in a manger. Stranger danger. Buy our album on Spotify, kids. Okay, no, I will not be buying your album on Spotify. Yeah, no, my phone storage is f it's full. Mine's not even full. I just don't want it. 
Okay. Now, kids, a manger was actually just a food trough for animals. It was like a big bucket where you put the food and the straw and whatever else cows and donkeys eat. And I have to imagine, kids, when the cows and the donkeys saw Jesus there, this little baby, they probably said something just like this. Well, hey there, animal friends. It's me, the cow, and there's a strange critter right there in our manger. Does anyone know what it is? Because it won't move. Hi, my name's uh, Cave. I'm a mammoth. Um, I think that maybe it's a loaf of bread wrapped around a blanket. Well, hello there. My name's Kermit the Frog, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that it's um, it's a friend. It's a friend for us to, to befriend. Well, uh, hello there. I am a better version of the Kermit the Frog. Um, that looks exactly like a Miss Piggy. Well, hi there. I'm a chicken. Just doing my best impression of a pig. And I think it might be Baby Yoda. Cockadoodly! Hey, I'm the pig. Um... And uh, I think that might just be a toaster. Hi there. I'm a, f- a phoenix. First name Joaquin. And I don't even know why I'm here. I'm just unemployed. There's only three of us left. We're almost extinct. And I was hoping maybe I could get a, a miracle from this special baby. Hello down there. I'm the giraffe. I wasn't actually here in the manger scene. I'm lost. Does anyone have any idea how to get back to the Indianapolis Zoo? <laughs> well, all my dearest animal friends, I will tell you what we see. Here in this manger is a baby that 20 centuries from now will be the centerpiece of the human race. I am far within the mark when I say that all the armies that will ever march in all the navies that will ever be built in all the parliaments that will ever preside and all the kings that will ever reign put together will not affect the future of humanity upon this earth as powerfully as this one solitary life. Wow. Queen. She was Queen Barfall on a puppy shoe was there? Kids, that's that's pretty cool. And kids, that was maybe exactly how it went for the animals, if they could talk, probably. But probably not. And their kids, in the manger, surrounded by donkeys and cows and chickens and maybe even a giraffe, the baby that would change the world took his first nap. Kids, that's why when you drive around at Christmas, you see all those manger scenes everywhere. Have you ever noticed that? You got like the baby laid down in straw and Joseph and Mary and angels and animals all gathered around. It's a Christmas tradition to remember that King Jesus, when he came, was laid in a manger. Yeah, it's a no for me, dog. Wow. Now, I love Christmas traditions, kids, don't you? 
So I thought it might be fun today to have just a little competition. I thought we could go around and all the podcast characters could share their favorite Christmas tradition that they do at their house. And how about this? Whoever has the coolest tradition, I will uh, you know, I will give you your entire weight in Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes, which are the best Christmas dessert known to humankind. So let's turn on a little Christmas music here, light the old Yule log, and have all the characters gather around and share with us one of their favorite Christmas traditions. Now, I'll go first. Uh, Guys, my favorite Christmas tradition is really just pretty normal. It's just like everyone else. I preach at like 10 Christmas services until late into the night on Christmas Eve, and then I sleep all day on Christmas to recover, just like everyone else. What about you, Trevor? Oh, man. Yes, I love Christmas traditions. Every year I do the same thing, have all the rehearsals, all the singing, bunches of songs, and by the time you get home, you have this sore throat that you have that lingers for months and months, and uh, you're sick for the whole week of Christmas. Oh, man, it's the best. Well, hey, it's me and Samson here, and me and my family do something special. We get a spread where you can get rice and put it in a shell, and then on that rice, you got to pick beans, either black beans or pinto beans, and then you get to choose whether or not you want fajita veggies, and then you can either, either get carne asada or carnitas or chicken, and then you get some guac if you want, and some red salsa if you want, and some green salsa if you want, and some lettuce if you want, and some cheese if you want, and then some corn salsa if you want, and you can cap it all off with a bag of chips and a nice Coke. Yeah, I think that Christmas tradition is dumb. But my Christmas tradition is me to squirrel is sitting by an open fire and roasting to some chestnuts. Chestnuts are not very good for vacuuming. Ruba here. My favorite Christmas tradition is to clean up all the tinsel and glitter from every single gift ever that my mom would give me. Well, me and my family do this really cool game throughout the whole month of December. It's called Shelf on an Elf. You know, you take a little elf doll and you put shelves on top of it and then kids don't get any presents. We love it. (laughs) Okay, well, the characters really, those are some strange traditions. Kids, how about you? What traditions do you have at your house? Well, in my house, we watch NBA basketball all day. Yeah, my family hides the pickle on the Christmas tree, and the first one to find the pickle gets to open the first present. Yeah, at my house, we open all of our toys, and then rather than playing with them, we immediately ask for screen time. My family eats Christmas cookies until we can't move anymore. A one, a two, a one, two, three. I have a bell, sweeps, and a bell's all sing the same. Well, those are some some great traditions, everybody. Uh, they were honestly a little strange, but, uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Now, a good Christmas tradition, though, should point to the real reason for the season, and that's Jesus. So, for example, kids, do you know why we give gifts? To remember God's generosity giving his son on the first Christmas. We put up a manger scene to remember Jesus' humility and humanity. We put up lights to remember that Jesus lights up the dark. We go to church to worship the coming of the king. And at my house, we bake a birthday cake to remember that the true reason of the season is Jesus. It's his birthday after all. I dare you to try that out, kids. Go to the store, buy a box cake this Christmas, make Jesus a birthday cake, 
and chow down in his honor. You see, kids, this is what makes Jesus' birthday so awesome. His birthday isn't just about giving him a cake or giving him presents. It's about him giving us the greatest present, his presence. The Bible calls Jesus Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us. Isn't that amazing? John 3.16 says, This is how God loved the world, that he gave his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And this, kids, is the story of Christmas. Feliz Navidad! Feliz Navidad! By our album in Spanish. All right, and on that note, I think it's time for a song. Trevor, you think you got an awesome song for us today? Yeah, you know, last time having a guest sing a song was so great. I thought we would do it again. Loved it. 30 seconds. Let me review the kids. Kids, thanks for listening. Your vocab phrase today is Emmanuel, which means God is with us. This is what we remember every Christmas, and so all of our Christmas traditions should point to this truth. Your memory verse is Matthew 1.23. The Bible says Mary will give birth to a son, and they'll call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Now, your prayer assignment today is simple, kids. I want you and your parents to ask God to be with you this Christmas season. Ask him to show up in unexpected ways, to bring you unexpected joy. And then I want you to name all of your favorite Christmas traditions and figure out how to bring Jesus into those traditions. Maybe this year, if you've never done it before, you even bake a Jesus cake and sing to him on Christmas. Now, last thing, Trevor, what's our secret Christmas riddle this week? Ah, yes. The secret Christmas riddle for this week is, what do you call a disrespectful reindeer? What do you call a disrespectful reindeer? Can't wait to hear the answer. If you know it, kids, bring it to your pastor this Sunday for a prize. All right, kids, let's hear a song. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn for 